Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Influencer Podcast. Today, we have Renee Bowen with us. Renee is an NLP trained expert. She is also a, a an empowerment coach, and she is an incredible member inside my Shine Mastermind community. She is also a coach inside my Shine Mastermind community, and you're going to find out why I had to have her as a coach inside that mastermind once you hear her talk today. Renee shares how we can all show up and contribute more in our work and how to shift our thinking to really create more of the impact that we're looking for in our lives. We talk a lot about NLP, which if you don't know what that is, that's neuro-linguistic programming, what it is, why it's important and how to use it, not only to retrain our own brains, but to really connect and create more impact in the communities that we are here and meant to serve. Renee is a wealth of knowledge when it comes to limiting beliefs and the ways in which we really sabotage ourselves that actually keep us from stepping into what we're here to do and how we are really meant to impact. So if you are someone who is looking to create more impact and more recognition and more influence in the work that you do and the way that you show up, you're going to love today's episode. Let's get started. Hello, and welcome to the Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Julie Solomon business coach and brand expert. I invite you to join millions of our other listeners in building a brand that is influential, loved by the masses, and worth millions. The Influencer Podcast is the only resource you need to start, grow, and scale the brand and business of your wildest dreams. Discover why people all over the world call the Influencer Podcast their go-to for all things branding, influence, and marketing. That's what you want to get your hands on, right? Welcome to our Tuesday talk, our expert of the week. We have the amazing Renee Bowen with us today. I have had the ultimate, amazing, awesome pleasure to work with Renee this year. She is a member inside my Shine Mastermind. She is also a coach inside the high-level coaching program that I have too with Shine. And she's just an incredible woman. She has a ton of insights on, um, here we go, sending your request again, Brene. She has a ton of insights on just NLP, which we're going to be talking about today, which is neuro-linguistic programming, what that is, why we should care about what it is. And we're also going to be talking about limiting beliefs, um, ways in which we, we sabotage ourselves, um, and ways that we keep ourselves small and how to overcome that and get to the other side of that So we can actually get what we want and we can show up in a way that feels aligned with our goals, aligned with our vision, and actually work towards creating more of that influence and that impact that we desire. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce Miss Renee. Renee, if you can just kind of share a little bit about your background. I didn't even mention your photography, which is really like the core emphasis of what you do because you have just so much amazing expertise with what you bring. But if you can share a little bit about your journey and how everything that you do with coaching, empowerment, NLP, photography, how does that all come together to help you serve your ideal client? I'm so happy to be here. And I am a photographer. So I've been a photographer for probably well over 20 years. My husband's an actor too. So Julia, I kind of share that little bit of um, point of reference, right? Um, I started shooting headshots like in the 90s on film before it was not the cool thing to do. And so I was a photographer for many years, but I also have a degree in psychology and I um, went back to school, got my 
certification in massage therapy. Like I've kind of worn many, many, many hats over the years. My first love being like connecting with people. Loved, I loved the idea of going back to school for psychology, but then I started having a whole bunch of kids. We had three kids under the age of two, basically. Um, I had twins. And so again, married to an actor, life was a little crazy. So um, that took me back to, to, to photography eventually, because I knew that I needed something for myself. I wanted to have my own career. I was, you know, kind of getting lost in my kids and, uh, I decided, you know, I need to go ahead and, and, and do something for me. So that's what led me back to photography as a career. And then in doing all of that, I started teaching photographers. I started mentoring them. I started working with them one-on-one and I just rediscovered that love of connecting and working with them in that way, uh, which led me to go back to get certifications for life coaching, for NLP, for neuro encoding, all the stuff, because I'm such a brain geek. I love all the things um, that we can do with our brain and how we can train ourselves, basically. So um, I also have a, a son with special needs. He has autism. He's 20, almost 23 now, but that also kind of led me back into that path of psychology um, when he was coming up. So, so that's really like my story in a nutshell. Um, right now, what that looks like for me is I still run a photography business. So I run two full-time businesses, um, which I absolutely love. I specialize working with high school senior, mainly girls. So I love working with teenagers. I've done that for the probably since about 2007, 2008. And I absolutely adore working with them. I think it's what keeps me young. And um, I also teach and coach mainly photographers, high school senior photographers. I've run um, masterminds, memberships. I have online courses. So I've, I do a lot of business coaching and a lot, a lot of mindset coaching. So the mindset sort of weaves into everything that I do. And I've been helping coach some of your Shine members too, which has been amazing. Yes, I know. I feel very lucky to be able to have, you know, work with Renee and then just have her in our mastermind community because she just brings so much support and she knows how to hold space. And obviously she knows what she's doing when it comes to getting to the other side of what keeps us stuck. So let's chat about that. Um, That's what I want to first talk about. Then we'll get into NLP and, and how that can also help. But when you were talking about you, you know, you had your children and you were ready to kind of just do something for you. Um, cause I know that a lot of people that are in my community that listen to my podcast, that follow me on Instagram, they feel that way too. They feel like they have the dogs, the cats, the husbands, the wives, the kids, the, all the things, and they just can't seem to really be able to focus down and and get what it is that they're wanting to get. And that can be a multitude of, of reasons, frustration, overwhelm, lack of confidence, um, you know, a, afraid to make a mistake. So they don't want to try anything. All the things that I call them all resistance spins of things that we will do to kind of keep us stuck. So A, why do we do that? What are the common reasons why we do that, especially for women? what are certain signs that people can kind of, um, take notice of if they're like, well, am I holding myself back? I don't know. So it's like, why do we hold ourselves back? What are some common signs or themes that people should start looking out for? That would be like your red flag of knowing if you hold yourself back. And then we can start talking about like, okay, I am holding myself back. How do I get to the other side and release myself of whatever limits I'm putting on myself to then be able to really show up and get what I want? I love that. That was a lot. Um, (laughs) Yeah, no, it's a very, very common thing. Um, 
And I mean, just as a side note, like, you know, I'm, my kids are older, I'm older, you know, so I'm kind of in that place now where I'm in the, this, um, this place where I see a lot of moms, my age, in their late forties, early fifties, who their kids go off to college and they, they feel lost without their kids. It's like a very common thing too, that's happening. So it's not just, it's this weird thing that happens. We go through this identity thing when our kids are little, it happens again. And so I, I would think that I would really like to encourage people to, um, especially like your audience and the young moms and to think about like, I love that you're bringing that topic up because it's not something that I found a lot of support with when I was going through that. So I think it's really important. So as far as like, why do we do that? Why do we self-sabotage? Why does this happen? Um, it's not that we're bad people. It's not that we're lazy. It's not like we have all these, you know, characteristics that are bad, you know, it's just that that's the way that we have become programmed. So that's what's so fascinating to me about NLP is it really forces us to become very self-aware. And the self-awareness is key. Just not not just in your personal life, but in everything. Um, it helps us communicate better with other people, but also with ourselves. And that's really where everything starts. And so it's our unconscious mind. You know, we've been programmed our whole lives for in many different ways, uh, ways. So specifically when I'm, you know, under the age of seven, it's like one of the major, major times in our lives that we were programmed by our surroundings, by the people that we were with. So our unconscious mind just is running these scripts and it tends to, you know, it's kind of like when you're driving in a car and you get to a place and you realize, how did I get here? I don't remember that I drove. A lot of people just live their lives that way and don't really know that, they're just on autopilot. So I think the first step in kind of like signs and recognizing is, am I doing that? Am I really living intentionally? Am I doing these things, you know, for me? Because as a mom, especially when you have a bunch of little kids and a special needs kid and all this, you know, it's really easy to get into that place of living for other people. Because I think that women are, are wired that way anyway, a lot of our bio, you know, biology. And so we think that society tells us we have to do that as well. And it's this push-pull. So um, finding community is like one of the best things you can do, finding other people who are dealing with that. Because you do tend to feel like alone, right? You tend to feel like this little island. And even if you have a great supportive husband, which I do, it's still really difficult sometimes to navigate that. So I would say that would be one of the first flags, you know, to look for is, am I really doing this? Am I on autopilot? Am I living intentionally the way that I would like to live? Um, I just saw this really cool thing yesterday. I think I posted it on my story. I forget where it was from, but, oh, um, stuff you should care about, but it's, it, you know, what I'm talking about, and it's talking about revenge, uh, revenge, getting revenge on the day. So I totally did this. Like when my kids were little, I never felt like I had any control in my day. I felt like my days were just, you know, constantly moving in, in all these directions that were really centered around them and my husband and the house. And then, okay, maybe a little bit at night with my business. And so I would just stay up late, late, late. I would like refuse to go to sleep. I would just stay up late as like a revenge on the day, because it was the only time that I could find time and control for myself. So I think that's a really big thing is to like, really see how you're living your days. How, how is that looking in your life? Um, and that's a great indicator of where you are. 
So I would definitely say that. And then you wanted to touch on how to rewire that. Is that right? Okay. (laughs) So there's a bunch of different ways. Um, The great thing is that we really, we really have all the tools. We just need to recognize that they're there or be reminded that they're there. Um, I definitely think that finding community is, is a huge part of it. At least it was um, for me. Um, a good therapist is worth its weight in gold too. I might as well uh, throw that out there and, um, and really like try and be present with yourself. Cause what the reason why I'm so drawn to NLP too, is that it's not something that takes a long time to work, right? Um, you can NLP yourself too. You don't really necessarily have to go to a practitioner. And um, when I got my NLP um, certification. I also got a hypnosis certification, which I think is amazing. So I would highly encourage everyone to look into hypnosis as well, because you can use self-hypnosis, especially for people who say that meditation, because meditation is hand down. It's one of those things that I always recommend too, but some people have a very difficult time doing that. Um, but hypnosis is a little bit different because you can kind of step aside and literally just relax. It's about sort of just getting your nervous system in a place where it's able to receive. And it works a lot faster in my experience. So I would definitely suggest doing something like that. Um, Highly recommend it. And I like, I've created my own hypnosis. I am, there's a lot of people out there who create really great hypnosis tracks that you can listen to. And binaural beads are also really awesome because it helps rewire those, you know, Right, your brain. It's basically it's hacking your brain. Is what we're talking about, right? So, like biohacking. So good. Um, I, I I love I love that idea of, of biohacking the brain. And really, it's like our brains have been hacked since a young age. And then once we're at the age that we can understand and be mindful of that, then we have the choice and really the the agency to be able to deprogram biohack, rewire, all of those things. My friends, have you ever thought that you have done the hard part? You have started your business and you have taken that leap from belief into really stepping out and claiming a vision for yourself. But you know that if you want to make money doing what you love, you need other support. You need to grow. You need to scale. You need a marketing strategy. You need a lot of this stuff. Now, of course, I talk so much about these things, right? Like how to identify your target audience, where to find them, which marketing channels to focus on. So you're really making the most out of your budget. And of course, how to use things like data to set goals. But there's another great podcast that I love out there that also talks about this stuff. And it's called This is Small Business. This is Small Business, an original podcast from Amazon, answers so many of these kinds of questions. Whether you're dreaming of starting your business or you're looking to take a part-time side hustle full-time, or maybe you're a few years in and you're ready to scale. This is Small Business is going to give you the practical tips that you can start using today. And I know that if you love these topics on my podcast, you're going to love them on this one too. Make sure to follow This is Small Business on Apple Podcasts or Spotify so you don't miss these fantastic episodes. And a big thanks to This is Small Business Business for sponsoring the show. My friends, as creators, we work so hard creating our content. So we don't want to leave it up to things like an algorithm to determine how successful our online brands and businesses can be. And that is why I love Kajabi. 
Kajabi is the ultimate all-in-one platform that helps creators and entrepreneurs like myself build successful online businesses by unlocking predictable recurring revenue. And I know they can help you too. No matter your niche, Kajabi makes it easy to turn your skills, your passions, your experiences into enriching offers like online courses, exclusive membership sites, subscription podcasts, communities, personalized coaching, and so much more. What I love about Kajabi is that not only does it make it super easy to use, but they don't take a cut of your revenue because everything is owned and controlled by you. You don't need a huge audience to make a sustainable income online. I talk about that all the time here on the podcast. There are thousands of creators on Kajabi making six and seven figures without having hundreds of thousands of followers, and you can too. Right now, Kajabi is offering a free 30-day trial to start your business. Go to kajabi.com slash influencer. That's K-A-J-A-B-I dot com slash influencer. Go to kajabi.com slash influencer and join the creators and entrepreneurs who have made over $7 billion. Um, so I want to dive into NLP a little bit more, um, for those that are like, what is this? What does this stand for? Why should I care? So if you can kind of walk us through in a gist, cause I know we could talk all day about this, but what is it? What's, what's its intention? How do we use it? Um, what's its purpose and how can it help us live a more enriched, full and seen life? Yeah. So I know it, it's a little weird for people. Um, and it can have a bad connotation too. So it stands for neuro linguistic programming. And it's the programming part that people get a little hung up on, right? Because they're like, um, it, you know, just like anything else, uh, in any modality, it can be used for good or evil. And basically once you learn like the toxic tactics of NLP, you realize how you have been programmed by it in marketing and sales your whole life you've watched a commercial, you've been NLP'd. So it really is just a psychological, you know, modality. I was created in the seventies and what it breaks down to is, so the nervous system, which is the neural part of it. Um, you know, we all, the mind, we all learn differently, visual, um, auditory, kinesthetic. We have all these different learning styles. Um, and then the ling linguistic part obviously is the language. So not just necessarily language, but pictures and sounds, taste, smells, all of that goes into that whole neural representation as well. And then the programming is really not about programming other people necessarily, although some people I'm sure use that for it. Um, it's really to help you discover like the programs that you run, like we were talking about before, like how you're just kind of on autopilot. Your brain is already sort of doing that. It's literally just learning how to step into the driver's seat. That's kind of how I like to explain it to people is that you're in the car, you know, and you might even be driving, but it's like refocusing and realizing that you are driving and that you are in control of certain things and you are in control of your state. And so in a world, you know, where we most often don't feel like we have any control because really at the end of the day, we kind of don't but we do have control over ourselves, our actions, and our reactions. And NLP is a great way to like train yourself to do that in a really intentional way. Um, I obviously, you know, I learned from amazing people and I would never suggest using it for any sort of manipulation. But again, there are people who do that. Um, that's why I think it's really important for you to be 
aware of it so that you are aware of, you know, when something doesn't feel right, because we all have those internal um, notification systems, right? It's just about really learning how to listen to those. So for me, it kind of all, it all gets a little blurry because I'm also really woo woo. I definitely, <laughs> I'm always the one in the group popping in, down, like letting everybody know when something's retrograde. Um, but that's just kind of part of how I like to look at it. I like to look at my coaching as a holistic type of coaching where it's not just, I'm just going to NLP you, you know, we're just going to get to this. No, let's talk a little bit more about what that is. I'm very big on manifestation and opening up to abundance and opening yourself up to receive because that's one of the main things that I've seen in my coaching that so many people have resistance toward is the, is the receiving. And that's a really interesting thing. So NLP can be a lot of different things. For me, that's really kind of how I like to explain it. And I don't like people to get super hung up on it because again, they can feel like, well, what are you going to do to me? You know, and it's not, it's, it's not about that. It's not about that at all. No, I always say the same thing a lot with just that idea of influence, because it's like, you can be, you can be influenced for good or you can be, and it can be used for good and used for empowerment and used for, you know, service, or it can be used for manipulation and control and negative type of power struggles. So um, I think I loved what you said about it really does start with us because the more that we are aware and the more that we use our brains, the more that we know these things and the more that we will be able to find very quickly, like, you know, how can I use this for good? And then how can I make sure to not be manipulated or just be, be mindful and be aware when things are coming at me, that is all programming because that's really all anything is, is, is a type of program, marketing, sales, business, you know, you name it. I mean, that's, it's, it's all part of that. So, uh, thank you for breaking that down. Um, could you give some easy tips? Like if someone's like, okay, I'm kind of curious in this, like, I'm kind of curious how to use NLP for good. Um, what are some ways that they can do that? And maybe even just some messages, um, in there, you know, if they're creating content or if they're talking to a potential, uh, customer, or if they're wanting to create more impact and influence in their lives, what are some things that they can use? Definitely. So I know that a lot of your audience and a lot of the people that I coach inside of your audience too, inside of shine, um, are course creators or influencers, you know, they're kind of stepping into all those different places. So, you know, there's this whole discussion of sales a lot in, in everything and, and being sold to, and it really is about, but how I like to approach it and kind of coach people through is a lot of people come to me saying, you know, I have this great product. I really feel great about it. Or I, you know, I really feel good about promoting this. But I really hate sales. And we have this like sort of like embedded thing because we have been told, we've been programmed that it's bad. Sales is bad. And they have this slimy sort of connotation to it when really it's about reframing. And that's one of my, like probably my favorite like um, modalities in, in NLP or anything is reframing. So how can I reframe that to come from a place of good intention and service. And that's really what service-based sales is about, is about, you know, I have something really recognizing that I have something really awesome. And knowing that if I don't, if I don't put this out there, I'm actually doing my audience a disservice. So 
you can, you can, you know, work with your own brain. You can work with your own, um, money blocks, I guess a lot of people call those right. But it really is, it has a lot to do with how we view ourselves and, and how we, the worthiness of ourselves. That's really kind of how I, a lot of the people that I coach deal with as far as like the sales process of it, but in creating their content, I always encourage them to do that inner work. Yes. You got to kind of look at maybe where that's coming from, but let's, let's work on actually implementing some strategies to rewire that. And because at the end of the day, you can, you can go deep, 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 and deep and find, okay, yeah, this is because, you know, my dad, blah, 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 blah. When I was seven years old and I, you know what I mean? We all have these things that happen in our lives, but at the end of the day, it's up to us to kind of step in and decide whether we want to let that still control us or if we're willing to go ahead and make some changes that are going to have a positive impact on our lives. So that's kind of one of the main things I kind of suggest to people first is to, it's okay to see where it's coming from, but don't get stuck there, right? Because that keeps you in that place. Because whatever you're thinking of, we know this, we know that whatever you're thinking of is going to keep you there. So your brain doesn't really know if you're thinking about a past trauma or a current one. So if you're thinking about a past trauma, it's going to keep you in that past trauma. It's your brain is literally your, the lizard part of our brain is just there to keep us alive. You know, it's, it has one job and it's to keep us alive. And it thinks it's keeping us alive by keeping us in that place. But it's up to us to step into the driver's seat, take some of these controls back and say, you know what? Yeah, that happened. But you know what? I'm going to decide to step into this completely different energetic place. I'm not going to live in that past trauma. I would like to create a different future. And if you want, that's why they say that saying, if you want something different, you have to be someone different because it literally is true, right? So all these little like tricks that you can do on yourself really do work. And I tell people, don't get caught up on, oh, well, you know, I've tried it for a couple of weeks and it didn't work. It's just like anything else. It's just like going to the gym. If you want results, you have to do it consistently. So showing up, doing five to 10 minutes of self-hypnosis that a day is amazing. It's a great way to start your day. Starting your day by creating and not just consuming. Awesome way to start the day. You have to do all these little mind tricks to, to really form different habits because that's really what it comes down to is when you create these new habits for yourself, then your brain just follows suit. You know, it, it really... It takes a minute though. So that's one of the main things is I tell people is not to get super discouraged. That makes sense. It does. And I love that you mentioned that about, about it takes time because if you think it's like, it's taken all these years to stay stuck and be traumatized in this, in this chaos um, of, you know, something that happened to us or something that, you know, we basically made up and told ourselves. And so it's, it, it's going to take probably just as much time. It's a practice. It's a daily practice of if you change your thoughts, then you're going to change your life ultimately because your thoughts control your feelings, which control your actions or reactions, or in some cases, inactions, which then give you the results that you have in your life. And so it's like, if you want something different, change the way that you're thinking about your situation. And I think, and I would love to talk about payoff a little bit um, because there's an interesting a lot of people don't want to change their thoughts because the payoff for thinking that is, well, then I don't have to be responsible. I don't have to be accountable. I can continue to blame other people, places, and things for 
everything that's going wrong in my life. Um, I can continue to suffer. I can continue to complain. Um, all of these things that we think kind of keep us safe because then I really don't have to go out and be vulnerable and make changes and rock the boat and be seen and, and all of that. And so I would love for you to kind of touch on that a little bit of, you know, um, when are we allowing the, the disservice, if you will, to kind of be this crutch and this payoff of not really having to make the big change? Yeah, that's actually, it's, it's hard too, right? When you see someone doing that and you know, they're doing it and it's like, oh my gosh, but that's their, that's where they're at. You know what I mean? And so we have to honestly, you know, really kind of see that in other people too. But I, it, it, I think it does have something to do with the programming for sure, because, you know, it feels safe there. It feels good. You just get, you get, you get stuck, you get stuck in that place. Um, and it really kind of depends on kind of, well, you have, there's a saying in the self-help world or whatever it is, um, you know, and it's actually been proven that people will do more to avoid pain than they will to seek pleasure. So, which is odd because you would think that it would be the same thing, right? And you would think that people wouldn't want to be out of their pain, but that's why I think a lot of people have to, that, like they say, hit rock bottom because you have to, you have to really, um, us humans that we're so interesting in that we would do more to avoid pain. And for people like that, that's what they're doing. They're just trying to avoid the pain. So they're thinking that, you know, and it's not a conscious thing, honestly, that's, that's, that's the other part of it too. That's that unconscious programming is that it does, it's not like an intentional thing. It just happens because it has continued to happen and it has now become a habit and ingrained and there's, and they get stuck in that script. So it's really difficult to, first of all, force someone out of that because they have to, they have to be able to see that they are in pain. They have to be able to reframe that. But NLP really does help with that because it does help to reframe things, especially when you work with someone who is, um, who specializes in NLP because they can sort of snap. It's about breaking that pattern. And that's really like hardcore, I'd say hardcore, but like really, really specific NLP therapists. That's what they specialize in. They specialize in breaking the patterns. And that's where the cool stuff happens um, is because when someone is doing something over and over again and repetitively, they're getting the same result. If you break their pattern, you break their, you, you stop the synapse basically, and you implant something else in there that is positive and good. And you create it at the same time. That's how you can start rewiring on an actual physical level too, within the brain, within the synapses and within our own minds. So that's, what's I think really cool is, um, when you, you know, again, the person has to want to do that. They have to want to change, but usually they have to kind of be forced into it by breaking their patterns. And it's hard to do that on yourself. I will say that. So Renee, I would love for you to touch on a little bit because you talked about community beforehand and we can talk about just shine and, and not only your experience inside shine, but just your experience inside community containers and masterminds and really what that does for someone to help them level up, to help them overcome any limits or barriers they're putting on themselves and to really help them get the support that they need to start showing up in just exceptional ways. Yeah, it's, it's really been, um, 
over the past few years has been the best thing I've ever done for my business. Um, I can't, I don't know. It's hard to even quantify it, but it definitely, and it's really interesting because now being a part of Shine and also, you know, seeing other members inside of um, Accelerator and helping to coach them, that's been really interesting and cool too, uh, to see everyone's experiences. But for me personally, really it's about, you know, I, I could continue doing what I'm doing. I can get the same results. I, I'd be fine. But when you put yourself in a, it, it's uncomfortable, right? And that's, it's by design, it should be. Um, I would say that if you're looking for something, make sure it is going to put you, it's going to put you in a place to get you to level up. So meaning, you know, choose something that has someone who's running that and the coaches and also the people who are going to be a part of it, who are doing more than you, you know, I mean, like you really have to be able to reach for it. That's been one of the main, um, things for me is that it has forced me to, cause I mean, you know, we're all so different inside of our little container. And, but then we're, and I, I'm by far the oldest. I'm like the mom in the group, <laughs> although I don't feel like it. It's just really funny because I love seeing, I love seeing where everyone else is in their business. I think it's so fascinating to me, but we, it pushes us to, you know, places that we really wouldn't have gone before on our own. It gives you the sense of community for sure. And that's definitely something that, you know, we know works. We've seen that like that is it's proven. Um, but the type of container actually really matters, I think. And, you know, I've been involved in many different kinds of groups over the years, um, and this one by far has been, it, it has pushed me further and made me more uncomfortable in a good way than any of them that I've ever been, you know, involved in because the accountability is huge. You know, I'm, I'm one of those people who I don't really have an issue too much with their accountability. I'm a human design generator. I love to work. I love doing my stuff. Right. Um, but this is, it's been a very a different type of experience. This has allowed me to realize for me anyway, that, you know, it's okay. It's okay to be for a minute. It's okay to like reflect on things to kind of wait and see, you know, basically stop the hustle culture. Right. Which is really interesting because you would think that when you get involved inside of a mastermind like that, it would, you know, it would propel you to, to do even more, but sometimes that's not what you need to do. And the self-awareness has been really great for me because I'm able to see um, myself in very different ways than I ever have because these other women have a completely different background than I do and a completely different way of seeing what I do, if that makes any sense. Um, so I feel like it's been, it's probably one of the best things you can, you can really do for yourself but make sure it's one that's going to force you to lift yourself, you know? I would love for me to share too of, you know, how, and I look, cause you talked about like, it's going to force you to lift yourself. So for someone who gets into a container, you know, what should, what should they expect, you know, in a mastermind, you know, where, in terms of like their own accountability and showing up and from your perspective, where do you think the mastermind begins or ends, shall, shall I say, and the person begins? Like, where is that happy medium of like, does this have all the answers and all I have to do is like literally just show up and then it's going to bestow to me everything that I need? Or it's like, how do I actually use this container 
in a way that is going to propel me to get to where I want to go. Because I think a lot of times what can, what can happen too, is that people forget that like, they know what's best for them. They have the wisdom, not the coach, not the mastermind, not this, like, yes, they can be supported and they can, they can glean, gleam, gain the gleams, if you will, but they are really put in that container to up-level it and, and enrich it and make it better than it was before. And so that, that takes active participation. It takes being vulnerable. It takes showing up. It takes this person activating their energy in order to make the mastermind the best that it can be. So what is your perspective on that of like, where do I begin and where does the mastermind end or where's the mastermind end and or begin and where do I end? That's a really great uh, question and point because I do feel like a lot of people search for, and even just in education too, um, and even in courses, you know, you can see that. And even sometimes in co- in coaching, just regular coaching, you know, you can pe- see people kind of come to you and, and expect you to give, you know, all the answers to them. Um, first of all, side note, a good coach is not going to do that for you, by the way. Like, you know, a good coach is going to help you discover that. So as far as the mastermind, that it's the same thing. And that's what I appreciated so much about yours too, just on a side note, is that you manage the expectations from the get-go. You know, before we even have our first meeting, there are, there are, you know, you've let us know you've got to show up ready. Right. And yes, we know that, but it's also really nice to see that. Okay. Here's my expectation. Some people really need to see it written. Some people need to hear it. Right. We're all learned differently, but I felt like that was a great, um, it was a great foot to start on. And so that matters too. That matters as well. Like, so, you know, if you kind of going into something and you don't know what those expectations are, that can be really tricky as well. But in general, if you're going to do a mass ride, if you're going to commit to yourself and your business like this, um, you really owe it to yourself to play full out. You know, you've got, you're the only person sort of holding you back in that place. If you kind of just join expecting to get all the answers from other people or just to, you know, kind of just take and take and take, that's not how life works in general, right? You get, you get what you give. So be, that's what's really been interesting to me is that, and I don't know if I really expected it as much, but when I realized that it was a very big give and take and the energetic exchange was just as important as what I was getting from all these people, it made a huge difference for me. Um, and I think that a lot of people do tend to get, here's the thing. If you've already got, if you've already got some head trash, you've already got some drama and you've already got some things you need to work on. And you're just looking for someone else to hop on that train with you. You know, we see that in Facebook groups all the time, like lots of different, you know, Facebook groups and things like that. That's kind of why people just kind of jump on that because misery does love company. It's just the same energy. People are attracted to that. You have to owe it to yourself to bring the energy that you want to that group. If you want to change, you want to have all these different things to happen with inside of that. So I definitely would say set some goals, make sure you know going in, what do I really want for myself at the end of this? How do I want to look after this? Like, what do I want my business to look like? And then meet yourself there because you will attract what you put out and vice versa. And you owe it to yourself in the group to stay positive and to stay high vibe because that's why you're there. If you're going to invest in yourself in this way, play full out. Don't, you know, don't just sit on the sidelines. It's, you know, in the right container, it is a great safe space. And 
nothing good happens in a comfort zone, you, you know? So it really, really matters. The, the people, the energy that the members bring matters. Huge. I love that. I love what you said of just, you know, that playing safe is just going to get you to exactly where you want to go. And so thank you for sharing your perspective and your, just your, um, your experience with that. I agree hundred percent. Um, and with that said, thank you so much for today and for being with us. Um, I, you know, I think that you're just so incredible and I'd love to share you and your gifts and your wisdom and all of that stuff to my community. So if you can share just where people can find you, if you know how to work with you, where they can connect with you. Um, and, uh, and then I'll let you kick us off from there. Thank you so much for having me. It's been seriously, this, this, this year in China has been amazing. Um, and I'm so appreciative for everything that everyone in our community has done. So, um, people can find me at reneebowen.com. I'm pretty much Renee Bowen across the board, but my coaching site is reneebowencoaching.com. And, uh, I do work with creative entrepreneurs outside of photography as well in a holistic coaching manner. So, uh, you can find me on Instagram and on my website and just shoot me a message. I'd love to chat with you. So thank you so much again, Julie, for having me. Thank you so much for being here. And for those listening, um, you know, that is why I do what I do is to bring incredible women like Renee into containers, um, to not only share their wisdom, but just to be part of that energetic shift that we all need in order to really grow the impact and create the influence that we want in our lives to really step up to that next level, to have the brand recognition that we all want and desire so we can truly manifest and seek out and take action on what we're meant to do on this planet and what our purpose is and what our vision is. And I really do believe that, you know, the tides all rise when we have the high vibes, the good energies, and the people that are really confident in their abilities and what they do. And, you know, they just want to be surrounded by other like-minded leaders, experts, and entrepreneurs who are playing at that same level. So if that is you, we would love for you to check out Shine. You can go to juliesolomon.net slash Shine to get all of that information and to be surrounded and supported by amazing women just like Renee. So thank you so much for joining us today and for being with us. And we will talk to you soon. Same time, same place next week. All right. That is it for today. Now, are you ready to make more money and impact? If so, head over to juliesolomon.net slash accelerator to learn more about my coaching program and apply. All right, I'll see you again, same time, same place next week.